I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. When you write a book, you want to share your message with the world. You want your words to touch people's lives and make a difference, right? But here's the thing. If no one buys your book, how can it have that kind of impact? The truth is that sales equals impact. The more books you sell, the more people you reach. So how do you sell more books? If that's your question, you are in the right place because that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. Today, we continue our series, Book Sales Success Secrets, where we're breaking down the obstacles to your success and how to overcome them with the powerful combination of God plus marketing. Now, you heard me right. That wasn't a mistake. If you're a Christian author, it's important to remember that God and marketing can and do work hand in hand. In order for you to sell more books, yes, you need to put your trust in him. You also need to use the marketing tools available to you. By using both, you can reach your audience and get them to read and buy your book. Remember, God can do amazing things when we put our faith in him. And no, that doesn't mean that we have to use salesy or sneaky tactics. Everything that we're talking about in this series is ethical or above board, as they say. So if you are ready for success secret number six, let's go ahead and jump in. Now, here is the first thought that I want you to embrace today, right? It's not enough for you to just write great books. It's not. You also need to make sure that as many people as possible have the opportunity to read your book. Now, when I talk to people about becoming a successful author, I'm sometimes sometimes amazed at how we can get caught up in the art in terms of writing a masterpiece that is just going to be amazing and change the world. And this is an admirable goal, but it can't be the only one that you can have in mind if you really want to sell more books. You cannot be only consumed with the art of writing because focusing solely on the art of writing isn't going to get your books into more hands. So today I'm going to reveal the number one reason your book isn't selling. Yep, the number one reason that your book isn't selling. Now I want to warn you that this one is going to be hard to swallow, but I need you to stick it out and I promise that you will be better for it. Okay, so are you ready? So the number one reason why your book isn't selling is you don't exist. Now, I know, ouch, right? That might've hurt to hear a little bit, but when you really think about it, it's true. 
seriously, how many people know about you in your book? Let's do a quick exercise. Look at your Facebook, your IG, your Instagram, your Twitter, your TikTok. Check out how many people are in your Facebook group and how many people are on your email list if you have one. Or let's use me as an example, right? So I could throw myself under the bus, right? So when I add up all those things combined, as of today, I'm at about 10,000-ish, 11,000-ish people, right? And that might sound like a lot, but don't get excited because do you know that there are literally billions of adults around the globe over the age of 21? The reality is the world doesn't know that I exist. It's, It's only a drop in the bucket. And I submit to you that the world doesn't know that you exist. Now, I'm not saying that you need billions or even millions of people to know who you are. No, you don't. But thousands? Absolutely. Before people can buy your book, they have to know who you are. They have to know that you exist. So it's not that your book sucks. It's not that you wasted your time and money. It's not that there's not a market for your book. It's not that at all. It's simply the fact that not enough people know that you exist. If you're an author who isn't reaching their sales goals, your biggest challenge is obscurity and you need to fix it ASAP if you truly want to make your mark on the world. Because let's face it, you don't really buy into the if one life is changed, it will all be worth it. You did not go through all that you went through to change one life. You wrote the book or books because you wanted to impact the world. So it's time to do it. it. It's time to stop putting all of your time and effort into the art of writing books without giving equal time and attention to marketing them. You know, I'm often asked questions about how to get the word out. And here's what I can tell you about selling books. Authors don't find readers. Readers find books. Let me say that again. Authors don't find readers. Readers find books. Now, this is a simple but super important mindset shift that must happen if you really want to have the impact that you're called to make. The key to success actually isn't selling books to readers, but making it easy for readers to find it. Lack of visibility is the author's biggest enemy. So we have to kind of flip this around, right? When we're thinking to ourselves, how do I sell more books? The real question that we've got to ask is, how can I make it easy for my ideal reader to find me and my book? And then when they find me, how can I make it easy for them to say yes? Increasing visibility is one of the best ways to do that. And there are several ways that you can go about this. But here is a place that anyone can start at. Anyone can start at. Building strategic connections. Now, before I break this down, I thought it would be helpful to share a quick story, a little bit of backstory on myself. So I was not always willing to connect with people. And quite honestly, I did pretty much everything in my power to make sure that I could avoid situations where I had to meet new people. 
my mom tells me all the time that she's amazed about the person that I've become. You might think the same thing if you interact with me in a Facebook group or um, you know me in real life, as they say, but I was a shy and introverted only child. And I spent a lot of time by myself. So I'd act to interact with a few kids here and there at school, but it wasn't even close to being outgoing or even social. I mean, it was like I was a, 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 a one man, a one woman show, right? So then to top it all off, uh, my mom joined a Pentecostal church when I was nine. And this church was very strict about what you could wear, um, you know, no pants, minimal jewelry, and what you could do, no secular music, no dances. So I always felt like I stuck out like a sore thumb and never really fit in. Now, God always allowed me to have a couple of close friends, but that's kind of about it. And it came that stay that way all the way through college and even in my early days as a young working adult. I always marveled at how some people could make friends and connections so easily. And I always felt so awkward doing it. So I didn't. And when I went to events, I always gravitated towards hanging out with people, people that I already knew though. (laughs) And if I didn't know anyone that was going, you could count me out. I am not even coming. The idea of going to a place with a room full of people, I did not know terrified me. Now, fast forward to now. Yep, still have my inner circle of close friends, but I'm also blessed to have connections with people all across the world. Literally, people in London, in Africa, in Germany. I am blessed to have connections everywhere, and I can go to local events without a second thought, although I do still need time to recharge after too much peopling, I call it. (laughs) Plus, I can easily strike up a conversation online with someone I don't even know without being salesy or sleazy. But it never would have happened if it weren't for one of my best friends pushing me out of my comfort zone. Fam, she literally signed us up for Toastmasters, not signed herself up, but signed us up for Toastmasters and, and made sure that I showed up so that I could get over some of my nerves. And from there, I just learned to consistently put myself in situations that forced me to meet new people. This was not natural to me, but I realized that if I was going to really grow, I had to keep pushing myself out of my comfort zone. So the growth in my skill set is largely influenced by the people that I have been connected to. And so I know without a shadow of a doubt that I would not be who I am or where I am without the connections that I've been able to have. I am positive that I would not be talking to you right now. I would have never thought about doing a podcast because that would have been putting myself out there way too much. Now, a great way to think about building strategic connections is comparing it to a long line at your favorite amusement park. So let's say you head over to the new ride and a sign is showing a two-hour wait to be able to get on the ride. 
and you're really bummed, right? You're like, oh my God, I, I, I've been here. I've been, I've been there with my goddaughter at, uh, at Disney, right? So you walk over and you decide you really want to get on the ride. So you get in line. And then as you walk over, you hear someone yell your name. You look up and it's your friend that you just connected with at an event last month. And they are all the way up in the line. They are within the first 10 people. So now your wait went from two hours to 15 minutes because of your network, because of your strategic connections. That is truly powerful. And it is a representation of how God can and will work in your life. The issue is that we are usually too consumed with ourselves and what we're trying to do to realize and recognize these opportunities. All too often, we don't put ourselves in situations where we can meet new people. And then when things are divinely orchestrated, we sometimes brush people off before the true value of the connection presents itself. But scripture supports the idea that connections are important. Proverbs 27, 17 reminds us, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. So it stands to reason that if you want to be successful as an author, and in life, that it's important that you surround yourself with and stay connected to the right people. Now, in case you're asking, well, Tam, but who, who exactly are the right people? I have some thoughts on this. I believe that we have the best chance of success when we surround ourselves with people who are like-minded, who are focused on learning and growing, who are pursuing their goals and willing to give support, like promoting your book or connecting you to people who could promote your book or your business. They're also open to receiving support. See, this is a mutually beneficial relationship where you are adding value to their life and they are adding value to yours. In contrast, people who are pulling in a different direction, not focused on their goals, still talking about it rather than being about it, and are married to doing things on their own versus asking for help are not good candidates for your dream team. So I wonder, could you use some more of the right people in your circle? If your answer is yes, I want to challenge you to take intentional steps to build your network, to build strategic connections. And they don't even have to all be business connections, but you want to connect with more people. Where we get stuck is we are presenting our offer, we're presenting what we do, we're sharing to the same old group of people that have already heard that message and they've already made the decision as to whether or not it is for them or not. So coming back to that group isn't going to get us anywhere. We need to be constantly expanding the number of people that know who we are. The more people that know who we are, the more opportunities will present themselves. So you could join a meetup group right? You could search on Eventbrite for events in your local community or online to explore new interests. You could join Toastmasters like I did. Go to toastmasters.org. You could connect with others who are building their speaking skills and preparing to grow their business. You could consider BNI, BNI.com as a resource to develop lasting relationships with like-minded business professionals. You could go to a Facebook group. You could actually go to the Christian Authors Network and start connecting with people in that group, not just posting on Support Saturday. Yes, yes, I see you. But, but making 
a intentional effort to connect with people in the group. You could go to other Facebook groups with Christian writers in them. You can go to books with Christian entrepreneur groups with Christian entrepreneurs in them. And it's all an opportunity to meet like-minded folks online, not spam them with posts about your book. I could go on and on, but you get my drift. The more people you connect with, the wider your reach and the more people that know about you and your book, the better off you will be. Building strategic connections, AKA networking is one of the most effective ways to get noticed, build relationships and sell books and grow your business. So five reasons that you should start building strategic connections today. One, you're going to make new friends and connections that you did not have. Number two, you're going to learn about new opportunities. New people need new opportunities. Number three, you'll get exposure for your books because when you are meeting new people, they always want to know a little bit about who you are and what you do. It's a perfect opportunity to share. You'll expand your reach and influence, right? You're a great person. So getting connected to other great people means that your message is going to spread because people like to talk about good things in their life. Number five, you'll generate leads and sales opportunities. Listen, I can't tell you over the last couple of months, just through leveraging the power of social media for connections. I've got connected to this person and that person. Hey, can you be on my podcast? They're coming on my podcast, right? And it's not salesy. It's not sleazy. It's being able to recognize, hey, we have something in common. We can help each other and being willing to lend support and receive support. So I want to challenge you. It's time to get intentional. What intentional step will you be making based on what you have learned in this episode today? Drop me a line in the Christian Authors Network to let me know or submit a review to let me know what you're taking away from this episode. And be sure to join me next week. We are getting near the end. Join me next week for book sales success secret number seven. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode of Publishing Secrets, where our mission is to inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. If this episode has been a blessing to you, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, then rate and review. And if you want support in your journey, whether you are a current author or an aspiring author, then join us on Facebook in the Christian Authors Network. Wherever you are in your journey, we have the best next step for you. So join us there and get the support that you need to make the impact that you have been called to make. Until next time, God bless.